2: Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer. Yo, what's going on, guys? Yo. Garden Report.
1: What's Jimmy up, Toscano? fellas? John just, John, just take a huge bite of something right before we go live. Nice, dude. Crunch. <laughs> and that's we're a, live. That's a Jimmy That's a Jimmy Toscano thing to do, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, it's a John Zanis thing to do. We got yeah. Sherrod coming to us live from the club. We got Jimmy right
2: bottle caps over here.
1: I actually am upset. I don't have a drink with me tonight. So. Jimmy bottle no, caps. Tim will Tim will uh, will rest easy tonight. There will be no bottle caps spinning.
2: Yes, um, Celtics. The Celtics will uh, rest
1: easy tonight too. I we
2: rested easy. None of us watched any of the uh, last three and quarters. The Nets will
1: rest in peace. Yeah, and um, they got murdered. Wow, that's tough. Um,
2: It's been a hard day for for, for many of us, Jimmy Toscano especially, um, who spent most of the day uh, crying in his pillow. Talk about this. um, I was
1: late for work today.
2: Because of uh, the Tom Brady news, but we were able to pull it together, You know, be men, show up, watch this game, and here to bring you some analysis um, of a game. I don't know what to say about it, Sherrod. I'll start with you. I mean. Why'd you do it, Tom? (laughs) It was over. You didn't it was over. In twi- I know you didn't have to talk. It was over in like six minutes, um, if
3: if that. And you're being generous and giving him six minutes.
2: It's incredible. It was over in five or six minutes. Say,
3: the, the, the basket that told me that it, this was a wrap. When Jalen Brown comes down, does a behind-the-back crossover, step back three-pointer in front of Kyrie, and I'm like, he just Kyrie, Kyrie. It's going to be that kind of game. The, the Celtics, never, yeah. Never got any better. It never got any better for Brooklyn at that point. The best thing
2: about it, the Celtics started the game on a 14-3 run and Brooklyn called timeout. Okay? And coming off that timeout, the Celtics went on a 13 to 1 run. (laughs) And that was it. 27 to 4. And Joe
3: and and Joe Mazzula is taking. See, this is why, this is why I don't do that. This is why. Damn it. You don't put back about timeouts.
1: Like that if you real. hit like a if you hit like a little bit of traffic coming in this game tonight, like you sat down in your seat and the game was was essentially over. Like you missed You like just any... might have thought
3: about going back home. If you were yeah. if you were on your way here and you got here you were on track to get here near the end of the first quarter, you might not have got to the just, arena.
1: Just keep going.
3: <laughs> just keep going. Just just hit the left, then another yeah. left, then another left, and head back home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those games, much. but it's nice. It's nice to be on the right side of it, I guess. You know, it could be a lot worse. I guess if you did go to the game, you didn't, you didn't want to show up down twenty six to four or whatever it was. So um, that was just a ridiculous first quarter. I mean, even the broadcasters were straight up laughing about it. Um, the Celtics could not miss; literally, could not miss three pointers uh, in that first quarter. Whether it was or Brown, um, the guy set the tone early on, and then the you know, I I mean. Hell, John and Sherrod, you guys could have stubbed in there in the second half, and I think they would have pulled this one off. But the role players, you know, did what they needed to do to to keep that lead. It's it's not crazy to blow a twenty point lead in the NBA. So you got to give the Celtics credit for just building it and building it and just keeping their throat their foot on these guys' chest. Now the Nets didn't have Durant. You know, obviously we have to, we have to mention that. That's that's I guess not even worth mentioning. But honest, we didn't have Smart. That. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, right, guys? <laughs> point being, they just don't—they don't have enough. They Somebody don't have enough out, out there's out. Oh, no. Here, Here's But Jimmy, no Jimmy, Simmons. here's the thing: no but, Simmons to laugh at.
3: I'm sorry, but you're—you should not. I don't care who you're missing. At some point, pride has to kick in, and that pride must have just not got off the bus when they when they pulled up the TD guard. No. because you do not get your ass kicked like this. Regardless of who you have on, on the floor. They didn't compete. I didn't think the Celtics played a great game. They just made open shots.
2: I mean this was, they, Yeah. Yeah. They they played with pace, which is good. I mean, yeah, but, but there they was made no, all their shots. They made yeah, all their shots. There was yeah.
3: nothing special or significant what they did. They made all their shots. There was nothing that this wasn't like they played with great effort and they were doing all these amazing things. They just played their game. They just played their game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Make I me mean, sleep. Well, I mean, six almost. What was it? Fifty-eight percent from the field. Yeah, I mean, geez, almost almost fifty percent from three, and that's off fifty-four mix. I mean, they almost hit had an MBA record for three pointers tonight. I mean, that's how often the uh, the shots were falling tonight. So, um, you know, this is one of those. This was like I think Bobby texted it. This is reminiscent of like the start of the year when they were just blowing teams out and flying the, the for them. I'm not saying that here they are again, but um it was a nice break from some of the games seen recently when they've been extremely cold. Um so it's good, you know, take it. Coming in, and, you know, yeah. good to get a couple of big wins headed into the all-star break. You don't want to go in you want to go into that break on the right note, certainly. You don't want to be going in. And also with the trade deadline coming up here, you know, there's a lot of guys, uh know, that I'm sure are checking the uh the sports ticker if that still exists and, and on Twitter, yeah. uh, looking for their names in the in the rumor mills. So it's it, it's good that they can focus on on just winning games right now.
2: Yeah. So let me ask you this and again I I here everyone's gonna pile on me for for putting it out there but I'm I'm coming off of what Sherrod said they didn't do anything special I I do think they played with more pace and energy I think the three days off showed I think there was jump in their step I think their defense was actually really 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 tough and it's almost that that the combination was ridiculous they were playing really good D enforcing the nets into not great shots in that first quarter and they hit freaking everything and that's why the game was literally over in five minutes um so they brought energy uh early but again. Shots falling, shots falling, shots falling is great. Um, you know, uh, Dirk put it in the chat here, like, hey, when we make threes, we're unbeatable or, you know, or they're unbeatable. Um, but that's the problem is it's a 50, it's an almost dead split. first half of the season made a ridiculous amount of threes. Second, ha- second 25 games or so awful from three, like the bottom, bottom three or four in the league. So again, you see them doing what they did tonight, and it looks like, gee, early in the season, like, they can do no wrong, man. They just friggin' work and get good shots, and they're just killing people. And to have a night like this makes you feel good again. Um, but, how sustainable is it? Uh, where, you know, in the live by the three, die by the three sort of thing, cause they have not been living by the three, at least not not doing great with it.
3: No, they, they haven't. I mean, I, this was just a, a smart play game by the Celtics. They. They didn't do it. They didn't try to do anything fancy. They didn't try to do anything that was outside of who they are. And the result is an easy ass win. And Brooklyn put up no fight. That was the thing that surprised me. Not at but all. It, that,
2: no resistance. Yeah.
3: No, and that that's surprising. I mean, because that seems to be the one difference between Jock Vaughn Coach Brooklyn team and the Steve Nash Coke team. They. And that that it, it was surprising and in many respects disappointing because I was hoping this would be a little bit more competitive than this. I mean, the outcome is what I expected, but not this decisive. Yeah. The
2: um one play that stood out to me, and I can't remember when it was, might have been the early in the third quarter. And again, the game's already over somewhere in the third where, um. The There was a tipped ball, and it goes into the backcourt, and Brogdon goes back to collect it. And he jogs past half court with the 10 seconds left to go in the shot clock, and then he just kind of keeps going in a straight line, walks all the way into the lane and hits a floater, and nobody got in his way. Like, at that point, you got the guys on the ropes, put some pressure on him crossing half court, get them out of their rhythm, make them take a difficult shot. They literally allowed Brogdon to walk back, almost all the way to his own basket and then just jog in and just shoot a little floater uncontested and not one person ever closed on him. Just emblematic of how little effort uh, Brooklyn put into this game. And again, they really obviously had all of their, you know, their spirit, um, you know, and every, all of their, you know, you know, kind of will snapped in the first uh, six minutes there. I mean, you go down 30 in the first quarter, that's it. Uh, game set match. So I mean, but it it there wasn't much resistance at any point in time from them. did it, it, no fight at all.
3: And what surprised me was it wasn't Tatum and Brown that were taking advantage. Of. It was guys like Malcolm. It was guys like Derek White who got an inbound and just dribbled the ball up nonchalantly. No one picked him up at all. And next thing you know, he's got an open dunk. Yeah, that was actually, yeah
2: yeah. That should Ridiculous. never
3: happen. Should never happen.
2: What's funny is it looked like wh- whatever defensive presence existed was so worried about the lob to rob on that play that they just played off of White. And you're right. He kept going, and he's like, so I'm dunking this? And he just walked right down the middle of the floor in a straight line. He didn't even zig at any point. He literally just went in a straight line and just dunked it on the whole Nets team. <laughs> it's,
3: so, I mean, it's so bizarre. You, you never see that from a role player. It's one thing if LeBron does that or KD does that or – you know, Kawhi Leonard or Tatum or whoever, but no disrespect to Derek White, but he shouldn't be having that kind of open lane at any point in a game. And yet it was that kind of night for the Celtics where they got anything and everything they wanted. And again, they never, they they didn't have a lot of heat checks either, which I was surprised at. There were a couple, but for the most part, they played within, you know, within the offense and just got whatever they wanted and made Brooklyn pay over and over and over again.
2: Sorry, lost my mic for a second. You got me? For fans, that's fun. Uh, it's fun beating Brooklyn. It's fun beating Kyrie. I think it's, is it 10-0 and 0 since the logo stomp? I forget what it is. You know, whatever it is, it's, it's uh, it, you know, people are enjoying it. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a good bounce back. Again, you know what the best part about tonight is the Lakers game was still not a great, you know, not great um not perfect still a sloppy game but a good gutsy kind of win um coming off of a three-game losing streak uh this was again a lot has to do with the shots going down but this was a they finally played well you gotta you gotta get those back under your belt right they they just won nine in a row they went on a little skid lakers game wasn't perfect either but they won it's nice to get one where we would be like yep this is what we do here um And and it was good. And you could tell it felt like a, you know, setting a tone sort of early game. Like I said, you could see the jump in their step early on. So it it felt like there was a little bit of purpose here.
3: Yeah. And I was expecting a lot more from Kyrie Irving who, you know, he's been in what what I would call contract Kyrie Irving lately. Ever since he came back from all the the off the court stuff, he's been really, really good. And they've been really, really successful. And there was just – Kyrie, I thought, in many ways set the tone as far as fight is concerned. He didn't look aggressive. He didn't look assertive. He looked like, you know, just kind of going through the motions out there. And with no Kevin Durant around, it's like, what the hell are you doing if that's how you're approaching this game? Because this was a a big game for Brooklyn. They could have really made a statement. Even if they didn't win, if they're competitive, that I think is something that would have bode well for a lot of the role players going forward. But Kyrie, he set the tone by just being real just kind of lethargic out there.
2: Yeah, you can see it. It almost had the vibe of, like, second night of a back-to-back sort of game. I'll launch a few, and if they're going in, great. If not, well, not our night. But, like, that's kind of the worry with Brooklyn here without um, – and again, Kyrie didn't have a terrible night. He just wasn't assertive. I mean, Kyrie Irving was a minus 30 in 10 minutes in the first quarter, you know? On his own. And again, that's just how bad that was. How do you do that? If you're you're the best player on the court and you're a minus 30 in a single quarter. Yeah, you probably (laughs) needed to do a little bit more, you know, minus 30 when he when the first quarter ended. I couldn't freaking believe it.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. I think mean, the whole team must have been floating around minus thirty. At the most pickup. were,
2: but he played the yeah. most mid, so he freaking wore the thirty yeah. around his
3: neck, you know?
1: Don't don't he put couldn't. this on Ross O'Neill. Don't put this on Claxton. Don't put this on Joe Harris. He couldn't do enough. Really. Kyrie didn't have enough to to carry the team tonight. I mean, twenty points isn't gonna cut. It. I mean, fifty points wouldn't cut it tonight, but still twenty points when you know you're clearly the number one option out there with, with guys being out is just not enough.
3: Kyrie didn't do enough to carry Kyrie tonight. Forget about right. the team. For, this wasn't even good enough for Kyrie. His numbers, at the end of the day, look good. But for those of us who, who, have, who actually who have Glenn's eyes, right, and gluttons for punishment and watched this entire game, Kyrie was never actively engaged. This this was Game Five, Boston Celtics against the Milwaukee Bucks. Kyrie Irving. He's just out there running. He's not no. doing anything like but, impressive or certain. But that's
2: cool because he's, in, you know, he's still in the club and he and Jalen you know they get their daps after the game and everybody's cool you know and like that's all right I'll see you in Utah all right buddy
1: you know yeah yeah all um, stars
2: all stars all stars I'm okay um, with
1: that I'm okay when Tatum does that after a win I hate when he does that after a loss like just just go just leave the court leave the court don't be dapping up um you know when they lost to the heat I couldn't stand that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring it up any more further than that because it's old news now. But generally speaking, if you get worked or if you lose a game that you're supposed to win, don't be all lovey-dovey with the opponent right after the game in the middle of the court. At least make a at least let us believe that there's a there's a level of like unlikeability yeah. between the two sides there. For just a just a minute.
2: Nah, they want to be liked. They want to be liked by Kyrie. You're never gonna turn down the Kyrie hug in the dap. There, it just is what it is, you know. Kyrie, I'm just
1: waiting for Kyrie. You know, Kyrie. Players,
2: I can't sure players love post-game. Kyrie. Players love Kyrie. I know, but
1: you know, is is Kyrie going to take credit for the Celtics win tonight? You know, like just those guys. The game. I can't
2: wait for the Kyrie. I can't wait for the. Those guys have come such that's, a long way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I love it. He presides over the Celtics' <laughs> success. Over them, every
1: time they work uh, him, he is something. He is the taking a little bit more credit. Always. <laughs>
3: Did you guys see that behind the back step back three Jalen hit? Where do you think that came yeah, from? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see Jalen's. So uh, of of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's definitely coming. 100 That is. That is. There was a good
2: one of those in the last game, too. I, I think. I think. Um, yeah. So again, good stuff here. Uh, we got Bobby and Josue also at the game. We'll get them to jump on and give their thoughts on uh what was obviously a super super convincing uh Celtics win over Brooklyn in a nice get right game. Phoenix is coming in later. Last time they saw Phoenix, they were they were beating them by 50 points. Phoenix um, without
1: Booker though.
2: Uh yeah, Phoenix without Booker. Celts have had a went. few Celtics have had a few of those. It's pretty good. You know, two two no Durant's. You know, I see Booker's no coming Brooklyn back here. soon, but I, it looks like and he's going to miss the Celtics. Not this one. They said maybe Brooklyn, which yeah. is who they play next. I think after the yeah. Celtics, but I could be wrong. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. so that's where we're at. Uh, one one person worth talking about for multiple reasons because um, uh, he's always interesting is Rob, um, who had a terrific stat line. Um, Minutes were reduced because nobody played, um, which is great. Um, I was begging for him on Twitter. I wanted to see him hit 20 because I wouldn't say he was looking for his offense, but a couple of times he did. One time he did get the ball in the block, and he's like, I'm going to try and score now, which is something you never see. Most of it was on putbacks and really quick hands uh, and just being able to snatch the ball there uh, and, uh, and, and, and go to work there on the offensive glass you know, one alley-oop there. I still don't see him jumping as well as I want to see it. But he's so friggin' like, his hands are so amazing, um, and he's just snatching balls out of nowhere, and he's so quick, and he's quick to put it back up there, that he had a really super effective night tonight. Um, and hes I still don't think he's got his superpowers at this time, which is still amazing because, again, uh, I – I still think there's, like, two and three levels left in this guy, and he was still super impressive tonight.
3: I think you're right. I think he definitely has levels left that he can climb to. To me, the biggest and most obvious one is when he gets the ball on the block or at the elbow, don't just pass the ball. Actually, back up, back somebody up and try to score. I still – I think that's the next level yeah, for he Rob. He passed Rob up a straight-up 12-quarter yes, one 12 time. And it was like yeah yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I need I need to see him take that shot. I don't care if he makes it. Take the damn shot so you can get better at it.
2: All right, let's take a pause and talk about our exclusive wagering partner, and that of course is Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA. NHL and more. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends over at bet online with live betting options, free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So, head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yes, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Once again, CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts.
1: And that's to me, I mean, it's apparent to me that it's a mentality thing. You know, this was a blowout game. So he's thinking, okay, I'll put a couple shots up. You know, there's no no risk in it. Um, You know, I'm obviously not being relied on to, you know, score important baskets right now within a close game. So it's like, obviously he doesn't feel like he's part of the offense in a situation where – it's a typical, I guess, running the typical offense in a close game, right? So I want to see him think more that way when it is close. I want his teammates to think more that way when it's close because, I mean, his field goal percentage is obviously high. You know, it's always going to be high. His, his, his field goals are within the cylinder practically. So we're begging for him to take some 12-footers, some 50-footers, you know, bring the, bring the shot back a little bit. I don't know if it has anything to do with Kevin Garnett maybe being in the building Oh, week. yeah, I had to come back Some, to that. Something Garnett I've been claiming for. Yeah. I said you get to lock Garnett in a room or lock him in the gym with, with Rob for, uh, for a few hours or a few days or weeks. And when he leaves, he's got a little bit of a jump shot. He's got that mentality where he's going to attack. He's going to score first. He's gonna or Just be a guy that's, you know, grabbing rebounds and blocking shots. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you have an offensive game. It's, it, you, you can't be a zero out there. 7-8 from the field tonight. I want to see that stat line in a closer game. I want to see, Jimmy. My, my thing, Jimmy, to, to
3: what you're talking about with KG, I want to see that edge. I want to see that nasty. Exactly. The jump the jump, the jump shot, I think that's going to come with time, but I need to see that nasty the mentality, edge, yeah. feistiness. The, 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 I want to see him, and he, obviously you're not going to be KG, but you can be KG-like. And just have a little bit more of an edge, a little, little bit more tangible fight to. Because Rob is an incredibly talented player, and I think we we'll all agree that his best days are ahead of him in the NBA. But part of that needs to be finding that
1: inner asshole. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, that's what I want to see. From him. Yes, yes. That's that's the whole thing with KG. It's not it's not just about jumping. It's it's the attitude, it's the mentality. It's not just Rob. I want the whole team to. I think everybody should want their their players to have the mentality that KG has. And I obviously don't expect that, but just being around a guy like that, it's contagious. So if, if one guy, and maybe it's Marcus Smart to an extent, if one guy kind of has that attitude and mentality and that grit and fight, that's contagious out there on the on the uh, basketball court. So yeah, I think Rob definitely could benefit from having a little bit more of that edge that you talk about. That's part of it for sure. And I think if he does develop something like that, that's going to lead to being more aggressive on offense and to be like, more like FU mode where I don't care. Like Rondo went into FU mode all the time. He didn't give a, he didn't care at all. If he missed five shots in a row, he was still going to take, he was still going to get his and he was still was going to take his. And that clicked for him. And he um, played like his first couple of years in the league, but that eventually, as he got into the league longer and longer, he said, everyone else is shooting. Everyone else is getting theirs. I'm going to get mine. And that's how Rob has to feel too. Not to the detriment of the team, but he has to become a little bit more thinking I can shoot I can score I can be aggressive I can literally dunk on anybody um and that'll hopefully come in time
2: I like it I got more on Rob uh Rob did a really uh, really good interview uh we have a couple of sound bites I'm gonna play those um oh, nice. as soon as as soon as we get him in Rob and I and I love I love what Rob said I love hearing this from him I, I so I want to play it and I want you guys to hear it as well you love uh, Rob. before we I just love Rob in general. Before we get to that, I'm going to tell you about um, our sponsors. Again, uh, one of our terrific sponsors, Athletic Greens. By this point, you guys know everything about it, but I'm going to tell you once again, uh, this is something that we really believe in uh, at the Garden Report here. And uh, we all use and we all swear by, and we wouldn't say that if we didn't. Um, So uh, you got us. We're hooked. We're all AG1 addicts at this point. Um, Yeah. Great supplement. You take it at the beginning of the day. You don't have to go chasing a million different ones. Takes care of all of your health needs. Immune system recovery, mental clarity, focus, gut health, everything you want in there. Um, go check it out. The, I, I love that word. Probiotics and adaptogens. Probiotics, oh, my God. Prebi-
1: prebiotics.
2: Adaptogen, I feel like a, like a, all like a transformer. I'm an yeah, adaptogen. Exactly. Yeah. I adapt. Decepticons and adaptogens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, but yeah, that's, that's what they that's LB literally you do, it. Become but Bionic. go get some. Uh, it fits with any diet. It has virtually no sugar. You can go get it. Uh, to make it easy, as always, we they're going to give you a gift. We're going to give you a gift. That's how we do. Uh, athleticgreens.com/garden free one-year supply vitamin D, five free travel packs your first purchase. That's what they give you. We give you a phenomenal T-shirt if you fill out the form we've put in the description of the show. Yeah. Anybody who supports any of our sponsors gets themselves. Phenomenal. Uh, T-shirt.
1: I'm Uh, taking my AG1 travel packs with me this weekend to the pond hockey classic up at Lake Winnipes. Oh, you do this every year, huh? Where it's going to be allegedly negative 30-degree real feel on Saturday morning when we will be playing uh in an open frozen lake. So you can imagine how much colder it will be with the wind whipping around. But I guarantee you the AG1 will give me that little extra pep. Little extra pep in my. You got to send some videos
2: from that, this year.
1: If I can get my phone to to work, it's probably gonna (laughs) just die immediately as soon as I take it out of my pocket. I'm not looking forward to the weather, but the tournament every year is a blast, and um, hopefully we can uh, we can get a couple wins out of it. Anyways, that's that's the uh, goal. But AG one, popping a couple travel uh, packets in my bag, and I'll be on my way. Goes great with a couple of pies. Absolutely. Yeah couple of Giuseppe's pies up there Meredith, New Hampshire. Oh. Is that that's your right. thing? Well, yeah. They're pizza pies. Giuseppe's. Oh, pizza, pizza
2: pies. Yeah. Pizza well, pies. You, you, like, didn't
1: spe- you didn't specify.
2: That's fine. Some people have to buy pie. Some people just make them. That's cool. You yeah. Know, you, do, you do you. Well,
1: I'm on vacation, John. So everything uh, yeah, is yeah, being yeah. made for me.
2: I love that hockey tournament. I'm actually – I think that's an awesome thing. That it's a
1: blast do. except – it's all the weather dependent. So when you get when you get some screwy weather, it can put a it can put a wrench in things. But everyone has a good time regardless. It's a guys' week. I'm weekend. pretty
2: sure. I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be doing it this. Uh, this. Uh, I'm pretty this sure year. you're
1: right. I actually just bought one of those stupid looking like head face complete. My, you're not going to even know it's me. Yeah, I'm.
2: That's fine. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm disappearing for ten seconds. Just just a few. Just a couple. Just getting a charger. Okay. You you guys carry. You carry. Wait wait
1: wait. Well, I'll be right what back. You, He'll be back, Jimmy. I promise. He'll be back. I promise. We'll back. John, you, you would think at this point John would know to to charge his computer, like, during the show and not wait for it to die, but that's okay. Year year four or season four of this, we'll get there at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, kind of getting back to the game, though, I mean, we've talked
3: yeah. a lot about Rob, and Rob was, was amazing, but... Um, The thing that I love about him, and I think most of us are like this, is that as good as he is and as much as he makes a difference for this team, it's clear he can get so much better. And that's the scariest part about Rob, is that the only thing that I feel can keep him from being just a really, really high-level impact player in this league is health. That's literally the only thing that has slowed him down in his career up to this point. Because the talent has gotten better from one year to the next. Not like Jalen Brown continued growth, but definitely there's been a consistent growth in
1: Rob's game from from each of his years to the next one. Well, that's what we've we've mean we've ta- mentioned this on the show before, and on like frustrating nights with Rob, where we're just like, so is this just who Rob is going to be forever? Like, is he just going to always be dealing with like the next injury or, or pain or recovery, and he's just. We're always going to be talking about oh, we saw a glimpse of what we think he can be someday, you know. And I mean, I hope not. But we're in what year of, of this now? Four, and man, one thing after another it seems. So you got to hope, fingers crossed that you know there aren't any more setbacks here, and there's no many not any more dings that he ends up with. It's a, you know, obviously he's playing center. It's a physical position, and you know you're leaving your feet a lot. You know, who knows what's going to happen when you land sometimes. I'm not expecting him to, to never land on the injury report again. But you would just like this guy to get into a groove. I feel like he's probably been in one groove, one serious groove over his career. It wasn't – it hasn't been this year, obviously. And I, I think it was to an extent last year's is, is when that was. He started flying around, and the Celtics were playing extremely connected. And then he went down, obviously, with the knee. And since then, it's been a lot of touch and go. So you just want to and I understand why the team is being, you know, maybe overly cautious with it. And I don't know if that's something he mentioned tonight, John, I was cruising Twitter for a second. And I think he did talk about, you know, just health and and things like that. So I don't, I don't want to misquote him or anything like that, but um, you, hopefully we'll get those, those videos up in a bit, but if he can just stay healthy, you're right, Sherrod. I mean, there's no there's no telling how much better he can get. I mean, I don't blame him for for second guessing things out there, you know, because he's probably thinking about not wanting to get hurt before he's thinking about pulling up for the shot. So he's he's gotta become he's gotta think less about, you know, his his health and more about just improving uh day in and day out, which like you said, on the macro macro scale, he is. But when you look at it from a game to game, sometimes it's hard to see because it's so like minuscule. Like the, even the minutes, like sometimes they're barely barely ticking up, or the field goals. Tonight's diff- a different story, but sometimes he might shoot the ball twice or something like that. Yeah. And you're just like, man, like is this what we can expect, or is there more to come? Yes.
2: So here is uh, he was asking a question. No, he was asked a couple questions. One was on the jumpers. The other was on his ceiling. Here's what he had to say about his ceiling. I love this answer, by the way. How how much more of a ceiling do you think you have?
0: Um, you know, I feel like the the ceiling for me is is, is no ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the teammates that I have. You know, um, through my injuries this year, they really helped me. You know, just standing in my air, standing on my side, and going back to the the jump hook sort of. Or the little jump shots, you know, they encourage You know, they encourage me to be who I am.
2: The ceiling is there. Is no ceiling, okay? <sighs> there is no spoon. Yes, <laughs> mind blowing. Whoa, stuff from Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I like it. Because you're talking ceiling about snarl. you're talking about snarl. I don't know how much snarl he'll play with, or uh, how much of an a hole he'll be. But the confidence you want to see him be confident. Part of it is just go man like i don't think again i make and i make the there is no spoon because the i've always made the neo comps with uh with rob i you know you see him start to do stuff and it's you know he's beginning to believe you know like he's starting to get it and like i don't think he full. i hope he's healthy for long enough to realize that he's got special gifts that he's not that he's using like 5 to 10% of, and if somehow he just unleashes it into, onto the world, he can do, like, you keep waiting one year where Rob's going to show up and all of a sudden be, like, the best player in the – like, it just on a – like, three levels up. It's possible. You just haven't seen it. You're seeing incremental. You might even say a step back a little bit this year from where he was last year pre-injury. So that's what's frustrating when Jimmy was saying earlier, you know – you want to keep seeing it because you want to see how close can he get to it. But the injuries and the setbacks and the no off season and the no development and all of that stuff, um, you know, keeps, keeps him from getting there. And it's, he's getting further along in his career and, you know, you're worried about that knee and, Could it flare up with arthritic conditions and how many years does he have left? So you kind of want to see him get there. Um, And every little bit, even a night like this, where he starts to consider scoring a little bit more, Mm -hmm. isn't afraid to maybe tee it up, you know, make a post move, shoot a jumper. That's part of it. That's part of kind of unlocking some of that potential.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. even though obviously him and Jason Tatum are very different players, they're going to have very different roles on his team. When you think about Tatum and how he kind of gradually showed us glimpses of being a really great player, it took him three, four years before you felt that he's kind of got it figured out who he's going to be. He's not there yet, but he's getting pretty damn close to getting there. And he knows, He's got the confidence to get there. I think we're starting to see a little bit more of that from Rob. The confidence to go out there and just be a badass. Uh, Not there yet, but he's clearly starting to figure that out a little bit more. And comments like the one he made tonight about about just, I don't got a ceiling. When I looked up, I see sky. I don't see walls. I don't see any limitations. I see nothing but room to grow. That is what you want from a guy like Rob. Yeah, it's good to hear it. Let's see
1: it. You know, if there's no ceiling. Yeah. Right. See it. Then what I mean, the hell are you yeah.
3: waiting for? Jump up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah. I mean, but that, yeah, it, that's what you we'll want to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. So, again, if he gets the opportunity, you know, if his health stays where it needs to be and, he, and that opportunity is there, you know, if, if that's how he feels, then his preparation should allow that allow that success to come. Uh, that's really what it comes down to.
2: They talked about it a bit on the broadcast and Doris was talking about it. She
3: loves Rob. <clears throat> huh? she loves rob. doris
2: might love rob as much as i love rob it's and, pretty close
3: and and, and and that that love is both publicly and if you talk to her like when he cameras off that the love is real yeah the love I, is real i and remember I a
2: couple of years ago where she's like i literally can't take my eyes off him like he <laughs> right. us, he's in there for 10 minutes and he does five of the most amazing things you're gonna see all game yeah. and i was like yes that's what i said that's what i've been saying um you know but um talking about how joe was talking about how he can be such a facilitator um and you know just you know having that big man that can get you into your offense and help you do things and makes everyone better and it's again sometimes rob's impact isn't even something that you can fully see but all of a sudden you see the numbers and they're like they're plus blank with him on and 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 whatever off and the offensive rating with him on versus off and it's strange for a person you view as a non-offensive player person who makes his bones primarily on defense less so this year um, you know, than, 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 the last couple. Um, but he can do so many things and he is such an adept passer and the ball doesn't stick in his hands and he's quick to move it. And he has really excellent instincts and really great vision and quick hands and keeps the ball alive on the boards, whether he's getting rebounds or tapping to someone else. So many things happen when he's out there and that's with him again, I believe playing at not a hundred percent, you know, uh, you know, of, of, whatever his physical uh you know capabilities are so it's uh again it's it's always heartening to see it but as jimmy said
1: let's go yeah right let's let's see the next one and then the next one and then the next one yeah there's levels there's levels to this rob (laughs) and and it's, and it's and, and they need him to
3: do that because of the way that they utilize Al Horford, who was that, that big facilitator. When they've got Al out there being a catch-and-shoot guy, you still need someone around the basket who can help facilitate other than you know Tatum and Brown who are looking to drive to the basket. Rob is a perfect complement to what those guys like to do because of, one, his ability to get guys the ball, and, two, he's not someone who's going to be demanding the ball. He, If you get him the ball, great. If you don't, he's not going to trip about that. It's rare that a guy has – Soft hands like him, the ability to finish as consistently as him, and doesn't really get caught up in wanting touches.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's remarkable. And again, uh, I'm I'm hearing from our producer out in the field, Amit, uh, out there as well. Malcolm Brogdon kind of saying the same things. Rob, obviously uh, a big topic tonight uh, among the uh, the reporters, and you know he got his podium slot, side which bar. always, yeah, Rob, well, side you bar. know. Here's the thing. You see Tatum and Brown scored 25 and 30 points all the time. You don't see Rob putting up 16. So it is, uh, of the things happened tonight, one of the more uh, noteworthy uh, things. And I'm guessing there's going to be a series of sky's the limit ceiling article, uh, you know, know, Rob ceiling uh, articles tomorrow. And justifiably, because again, that's that. I mean, what did Celtics fans say for the first 25 games of the season? oh, my God, if they're playing like this now, just imagine what happens when Rob comes back, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, uh, some other things, shooting coming down to earth, other injuries, uh, you know, beset by injuries uh, to other players, uh, things didn't go as well. Plus, I think Rob's both conditioning, you know, trying to get himself back in, and uh, Missoula trying to figure out how how to do it how to run the Rob show, you know, and they're still kind of figuring uh, some of that stuff out, but it's almost perfect the way it plays guys. And just in terms of, if you look at the arc of this season, you get out crazy hot early on doing a bunch of things, give yourself a shit ton of confidence. Then when you slump in that second part, you can say, okay, we came off of what we were doing well, but if we go back to it, we'll be okay. Plus, we've had injuries. Plus, we're figuring stuff, some stuff out. Our coach is figuring out rotations. We're figuring out how to play different types of styles and X, Y, and Z. And then you get into the last third of the season, and everyone hopefully is back to full health, and you've figured a lot of shit out. Um, and then uh, someone like Rob is playing his way back into the type of player, or the type of condition that you think he needs to be in. You could be, this could be a peak at the right time sort of scenario with them where things start to really come together later, uh, just the way things uh, unfolded. But you're already, you're, you've got the best record in the NBA now after not having really played well for a stretch of 25 or pretty inconsistently for this stretch of time. Uh, so it's pretty impressive. Josue Pavone joining in as well what's up Joe Sway?
0: what's going on fellas you know I figured or I assumed rather that Kyrie would take a, a bit longer but he just he just hit the podium but it's all good I'm with you guys so we'll we'll get some quotes soon we got Bobby in there but um yeah Jock Vaughn um I, I I did sit in during his presser and uh he took a lot of the blame took a lot of the blame starting in the first quarter so he didn't prepare his team uh enough and especially for that onslaught throughout the first quarter that he says Clearly snowballed. They never recovered from that, so uh, he took all, he took most of the blame for this loss. Not
3: buying it. Not buying it. Not one bit. Um, no, it's not- good coach, bad coach, right? No, yeah, so well, like he's been. Well, he's been good, good, good for, coach, good
0: for him. Not left.
3: They didn't. They didn't get their ass kicked because of his X's and O's. They got their ass kicked because one, they played a team that's better than them. Two, Match. they were shorthanded. And three. They didn't play with any effort. They didn't play with any pride. I don't care how badly you're being outplayed. Their effort was the biggest problem for them tonight. They just did not play hard. Right. Um, and if you had to single out anyone, I would I would single out Kyrie. His individual numbers yeah. are great,
1: but but Kyrie didn't really do a whole lot to uplift no. the guys around him.
0: No. That's a problem. It's partially
1: on the coach, though, no? I mean, trying to get the guys ready for the game. If you show up there sleepwalking, I mean –
2: Totally, But coaches tend coaches tend to, I always feel like, be a little bit um, nice Extremist
1: with that stuff. Yeah. yeah
2: when yeah. their teams get absolutely wiped out, there's no reason mm-hmm. to heap on on top of it. They know they were down right. 40 in most of this game. They don't need to be mm-hmm. told like they played like ass. They kind of know right. it. You almost feel like I always find coaches go a little lighter in these sort of situations here. Uh, and it's just like, just toss it. not nah, right. on to the next one.
0: Especially, especially right now, you're right, John, especially um, new coaches that are in a, a, a good situation outside of what happened today. Right. I mean, in, yeah. in terms of what he's done with this team as a whole, ever since Steve Nash was let go, he's he's done his best. He's done a good job, obviously, not having Kevin Durant in this one mattered a lot. But yeah, yeah I'm with you, Sherrod. The effort was terrible. I mean, they just don't have guys that can really score on their own outside of Kyrie and a couple other guys, in which we knew that, but you you figured you would see more team-oriented basketball, right? And I feel like a lot of the times, like you said, I mean, Kyrie was, was out to get his, but I feel like unless he ran into a wall in the paint and he, you he know, threw it out to the corner to Joe Harris for a three or so, outside of that, you didn't see a whole lot of playmaking out there for, from the, for, for the, the Nets. Yeah.
1: Jalen uh...
0: Brown,
1: Brown tweeted, what did you tweet? Energy shifter. Everybody's, no, you didn't. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah, he did. Did you
0: really? You're just saying that. I'm not. When I that's, make that that's up.
1: Your Jimmy, that's your Jimmy. Uh, I might be telling the truth. I might not be voice right there. I am dead serious. I, I, I would Joe I, swear, I would not get your hopes up that high, man. I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, you would have let well, it go by now. You would have let for, it go by for, now. For as much Energy as I really. Energy shifter.
2: For 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 like as hard as I rolled my eyes at the last one, um, the energy did shift. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, Maybe it was, um, was when a he, year when ago, he yeah. pulled that yeah. move on Kyrie. Uh, he, uh, he was right. But I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Jalen Brown. No. <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Jim, like, Jim, uh, <laughs> like Jimmy's face after the Joe Missoula, uh, love you quote. The, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. Oh, uh, <laughs>
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, so wait, Josue, wait, who were you talking to in the locker room? You got any uh, insight or anything you want to add?
0: Um, no, I mean, I I, I was just in uh, Jock Vaughn's uh, presser, but uh, I mean, the Nets, it's going to be Kyrie, and then everyone else is going to. It's going to be in the locker room, but um, no, I was waiting to see what Kyrie had to say about this, but I'm sure Bobby will, will, will jump in here soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like the Celtics, I I. Have, I knew they were due for a type of performance like this. I, I didn't think to this extent, but you know, in terms of like the offense clicking and them putting up tacking on, you know, the one of those games, right? 19, 23 pointers, everyone sort of in flow. But the way they got out to that start, man, and you 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 can talk about Brooklyn's effort, you can talk about what they were trying to do defensively, but they just didn't have an answer. And they didn't they never adjusted. They just kept trying to go with it and and, and play themselves into the game. And I just feel like Jalen Brown and Tatum were just taking turns just just dominating. I mean, look at their three-point touch and uh the way they were attacking and, and getting in the paint and getting through. I mean, look, just look at the the way Derek White got to the to the to the hoop on that layup in the first half. And I mean I, I think that was like a testament to just how much effort they're putting on defense. And the Celtics just, just made them pay for it, man. This offense really got rolling in a way that we haven't seen in months. You know? and, and the crazy the crazy part about this game is that Tatum I thought
3: offensively played with a good level of aggression and you know how many free throw attempts he got zero and you know You're why right. because they never touched him jalen that's a testament no, for terrible no, defense right no, tatum, there tatum, tatum tatum zero tatum zero free throw attempts yeah. they never touched him never yeah. touched him that's crazy Dude, yeah how does that how does that happen literally the best player on their team does not get touched
0: they didn't want to because you know.
3: he
2: took he took i mean both he and jalen took yeah. all of their shots from three tonight
3: yeah, but when they drove to the basket, that, that's your they didn't drive to the basket a lot, but they drove no. enough to where someone should have been. Jason Tatum on their ass. was
2: a freaking plus forty-six in 29 minutes tonight. She's <laughs> Louise. Is that good? <laughs> it's just banana land. The whole Dang. thing. <laughs> just just a silly game. Uh we'll bring in Bobby and the gang is all here. What's up? What's up, New my dog? team we just assemble. Listened. What we would like to know, what Jimmy Toscano would like to know is how much credit for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's performance did Kyrie Irving take tonight?
1: Oh, None. Pretty subdued Irving tonight as he's uh, had boo. since
0: the suspension. Um, he's like a dude every time, John. Come on.
1: We just yeah. thought that he would say, Yo, you know, it's great to see these guys. So you know, proud of those guys yeah, and their development. Yeah, what these guys have been able to no, do. I mean, if like, someone set him up, I'm sure I've if there been, was a – Tatum, of you know, course. I
2: know. Time. Someone's got to bait I him. I remember Jimmy, these guys as young him. pups.
1: Yeah. He kills it with yeah, kindness kinda. where
3: people bait him.
1: Yeah, I need yeah. to show up to the next one. I'll
2: yeah. Show to the
1: next.
4: yeah. He'll be back. He'll be back for one more time. I am interested. I'm going to let it settle a little bit, but uh, what is this now? How many wins in a row for the Celtics versus them? Ten? Ten. This <laughs> is This is sort of how I predicted this feud <laughs> ending, is that the Celtics – and I think we talked about this on the show probably last year – once they flipped the script on Brooklyn, Brooklyn had their number for a while, 2021, early last year. Once the Celtics took superiority over them, this whole thing wasn't going to matter anymore. And did he get booed tonight? Yeah. Every time he touched the ball, you hear heard it. But there wasn't that atmosphere of disdain that you felt in the playoffs and in other uh, settings against him uh, through the past couple of years here. Because especially after you go up 30 in the first quarter, like, who cares? And that's sort of the mindset I think a lot of fans are taking on. I actually be interested to hear what people are thinking in the chat on this because I feel like we're very close to this whole Kyrie thing coming to an end. Um, I didn't feel like that vitriol in the crowd tonight that we had another other nights. And I think a big no. part of it is you're just so much better than this team now. They're not a threat, it's, and he's so much in the he's such a distant memory at this point. It, and when, that's the
3: thing, he's yeah. not a fun. They don't,
1: right. Yeah, Jimmy, I mean, keep going with that, Jimmy, because that's what I was about to
3: get Go, Keep going.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, it's not fun when you just, I mean, guys lying on the ground and you're still punching them, like, that's not cool anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some fight back, and and that's what the whole, that's the whole fun of a rivalry is. Like, that's why LeBron is booed as loud as he is everywhere he goes. It's not because everybody hates him, although a lot of people do. It's because he's still, the best and he still gives you puts on a show and he still gets under your skin and he still is entertaining and he's somebody that you want to watch regardless of whether what you think of him. Um He puts asses in the seats. And right now it's yeah. just not, it's just not that with Kyrie and the nets. I mean, it, is there, you know, if the nets went on a hot streak and they made a little playoff run and the Celtics met the nets in the playoffs, you're damn right. It would be loud in the garden. Yeah, you get KD sure. out there. You get Simmons out there. But yeah, yeah in a game different. like this, Bobby, when you know it would, they're up. Celtics go up twenty. You know, basically when the ball gets tipped, and that's kind of it at that point.
0: Yeah, there you know, is I no. Like, there that's is why it was no, so important for the Brooklyn Nets to get out to a better start than that because they're just they're 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 fragile right now, right? Without Kevin Durant going up against the Celtics, I mean, they just I'm not sure they had enough firepower to, to begin with, right? But then you let them get off to this hot start. Tatum and Brown are crushing you by halftime. It gets out to that big lead. I mean, I'm looking at Bobby like, how are they even going to put together a, a, a type of comeback when they can't even string together stops? And, they and, don't even have the effort, you know? They don't even have the the the. The culture, right? I just uh, – you saw the clear gap between the Brooklyn Nets and the Southerners. And I think we all sort of knew the extent of it without Kevin Durant. But I just expected a, a – I expected more of a fight from Brooklyn
4: in this one. Was there a Chan at the end? We,
0: we were going Nick, down. Nick's yeah, right, there was. Bobby, there, I, I thought all over Twitter. But, yeah, it was – we didn't catch it, but we were heading back.
1: <laughs> all right. Nick, so still earlier. Kyrie did disagree.
2: It's not the same, guys. It's not the same as you said. For sure. Yeah, it's not, before it was the there, Celtics, but it's
0: not the same, yeah.
2: When right. the Celtics were lower, you, you're mad at him for leaving you and destroying the franchise, but then they mm-hmm. turned it around, and then obviously last few years, again, there is no rivalry between the hammer and the nail. So, I mean, again, yeah. you can't beat a team 10 times and then, you know, care as much anymore. But right. um, I, 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 I still caution what's interesting here, most interesting about Kyrie and this whole situation is that uh hey, thank you. Thanks, Dimitri. It's Joe we Sway, bro. Too. We love Joe you Sway. too. <laughs> well, Joe, you gotta friggin' you Joe, gotta dog we, him like that after this kind of comment.
0: We, we call you Joe. Sometime. Hey, the coach name is Joe, all right? We, we gotta we gotta separate some people here, you know. The Joe, interesting own thing Twitter to make,
1: handle has Joe bro, in pre- it. Bro.
0: appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's a phonetic thing, you know? <laughs> Anyways, John, carry on.
2: This team is – this team, which we thought – so here's the thing. Fine. You don't think they're challengers? I absolutely fully think – I don't know what happened to Bobby. I absolutely fully think –
0: See, that Bobby Brooklyn, hates that. He hates when people don't say Joe Sway. I don't yeah, – it's all right, Bobby. He hates I'll it. Talk.
2: I absolutely fully think that Brooklyn is a – is and can be a good team, fully healthy. We have such selective memory during – that that stretch before Kevin Durant got hurt they were the best team in basketball i don't know how people forget this he is one of the top 3 players on the planet he's missing right now it's he's vitally important this team it was his their shooting they're one of the best shooting teams ever it's a good team don't write them off completely for their flaws we're so quick to look at those i don't think they're dead and buried we were dead wrong on one thing This will be such a shit show with Simmons and Kyrie that it's just going to blow up. It's not going to blow up, actually. It's going to, not only that, Kyrie's probably going to re-sign here. And Simmons is never going to be the player anybody expected him to be. But he's going to be maybe useful, maybe not, doesn't matter. But this is what you got. He's not useless. So, yes, it's not a big three anymore. You take a big step back in talent from Harden. But, This didn't get blown up as people thought it would. People thought this entire thing, Durant get traded, Kyrie not re-signed, and this team going into the tank, none of that is happening. I actually think Kyrie re-signs here, and they play it out for the next few years and see what happens. So I definitely think we misread that. uh, That was a a slightly misread situation. I don't see this thing going, going to hell anymore. Maybe it does once Kyrie signs his extension. It gets a little bit of comfort, though. But this year, with him on best behavior and them playing like contenders when Durant is healthy, I think they, I think they run it back, and I think they're still going to be somebody you're not going to love to play in the playoffs. If they're, yeah, if, I mean if that's if their best
3: option.
0: No, yeah. that's thing, John. That's their best option. I mean, that's the like no one expect. Well, maybe some people did, but, but it uh, didn't but seem didn't likely, think, right? Right, right. Well, they didn't expect Durant to be to. to what are you doing, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy, it's well, all blurry,
1: point. dude. What I'm trying this? to get You're the blurry. Like You're making balance. little like
2: Valentine's hearts for the camera or something? My like- <laughs> camera
1: is not focused on my face my right God, now. I literally not- had a
0: countdown in my head. I was like, when's John going to lose
1: it?
2: It's Five, not at all four, distracting. Three, so, three, yeah, go ahead.
0: Three. Can you see how blurry my face is right now? My whole Yeah, but that's is way blurry. less. That's less distracting <laughs> than what you were just doing before.
1: It's distracting to me. Just go. All right, fix with it. Your- fix it.
0: I just think. If if Durant's healthy, they you, obviously you get a better game. And I think if you're the Brooklyn Nets, they were, they were thinking, okay, if Kevin Durant can help carry us and we can get the best out of Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, we can get a full season out of him, we got a shot. We can get back into this thing. So obviously for Nets fans, they're going to wait to see what happens when Durant comes back. But in the meantime, I mean, these guys can really slip here if they're not careful enough. And obviously everyone's going to be keeping an eye on, on Durant's return. But, yeah, I'm with you, John. I just think – Keeping Kyrie in Brooklyn is, is their best option. Keeping Kyrie with Durant, at least right now, is the best option for this year and next. But moving you know, after that, we'll have to wait and see. But they don't have any other options right now. They really don't.
1: You Someone guys are... explain this to me. <laughs> I don't know either. It sounds like it's a backhanded compliment. I'll take it. Hey, I want to say this. this way.
2: Hold on. Well, let's make sure that this gets out here. Yeah. Spelled correctly. Lots of love. But there's tomatoes. Uh, appreciate you. I think he's I throwing
1: tomatoes at Joe Sway. He doesn't agree with whatever you're saying.
2: He does not. Tomatoes. Buddy. So
1: with that, I thought,
2: there, I thought there were hearts, but my boomer eyes couldn't see them. Yeah, yeah. how'd you miss that? No, I, I did see there were tomatoes. Anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm a little no, surprised. The guy, you. the guy who
0: originally uh, who got it wrong, he did say something. It's like, oh, yeah. God. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah,
1: you know what, Joe Next time he says he loves us, he might just leave you out completely. Jimmy, if someone called you <laughs> Jim, you lose it. That is kind of my name. I wouldn't lose it. I would say thank you for the love. If they said, said, Jim, you you suck, I'd say, Jim's not even. You would question it. Nice, Dave. You you nailed that one. Loved it. The Nets look like (laughs) the knots tonight. I think I used that joke a couple years ago. Um, I think you did. You did, Jimmy. You did. (laughs) Yeah, that's something that I would say. Um, Yes.
2: Does Bobby work here, by the way?
1: Who? No. Can I say one
2: thing? (laughs) Who's Bobby? Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Maybe he's got a one-on-one with Carl. Hold Kyrie. on. Stop it. Jimmy
0: Cam, go.
1: I'm blurry again. Can you believe this? <laughs> he's so
0: insecure. He's so insecure right as now. Don't do went, that to him.
1: As soon as don't you do that he that. went big, it went blurry. <laughs>
0: you see the look on his face? It's like a deer in a headlight.
1: <laughs> look at that. Okay. Oh, that's a that's a Is that a bulb. light bulb? That's a light bulb, yeah. Um, I want to say this. He's John, I'm heard. a little surprised that you're just the assuming – that the Nets are going to be fine and that they'll just re-sign Kyrie and they'll just be contenders for the next three years. This is a contract year for Kyrie. I didn't say any
3: of those things.
2: You I basically, basically did. He
1: basically I, did. You, I, you I said, said that they said, would
3: probably sign Kyrie. That's they'll the only sign thing Kyrie said. and I and said it didn't Durant blow apart this back. year. It I didn't say
2: contenders apart. for three years. I said they'd be dangerous this year if so you are be. Yeah. You're
1: insinuating that they will be, though. Because you're saying they are I, I don't
2: insinuate. I just say it. I just say what I'm you're thinking. You're saying
1: they're contenders when, no. right now, with Durant, with a, with the healthy Durant, you were saying that they were contenders.
2: This year, yes.
1: Yeah, so Durant will come oh, back as your man. audio gets Dimitri. screwed up. Because you can't figure out audio. So Durant oh, comes back and Kyrie is still on the team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what the hell going on. Oh, Dermetri. Sorry, go ahead, Dermetri. That's our guy. All money to him, hell no. He ain't getting a cent. No,
0: no, that part's not happening, but I appreciate you doing that, man. Super chat. Thank you, man. Center. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Sean, it's a contract year. Sharad's already talked about it. Kyrie's on his best <laughs> <laughs> yes. behavior. As yes. soon as as soon as he gets that deal, who's to say that he might not get bored of basketball said, again I, or his like priorities, might that. go elsewhere, or he might cause trouble. Who's to I say feel that like Durant I, who's to say that Durant even wants to stay on the team? The last year the last offseason from him, he wanted to be traded just because what? Kyrie's on his best behavior this year, all of a sudden that's going to change. I wouldn't say the future looks super bright for the Nets just because it hasn't blown up this year. You just talked about how Ben Simmons might just not be good at basketball ever again. Um, So I don't think it's a great situation for this organization. Kyrie might resign because I think a lot of teams, even though he isn't causing any trouble right now, I think a lot of teams would still be pretty damn hesitant to give him uh, a long-term big money deal. Because there's
3: well, too many I mean, unknowns. There, there are a lot of unknowns. But if you are a franchise that has not anything remotely close to talent comparable to Kyrie, you're going to take Kyrie because he's going to put fam- folks in his, in his stands. He, Kyrie is a good investment if you are a franchise that needs someone to, to put a, a brighter spotlight got, on your franchise than it has right now. And Brooklyn, yeah, let's be you honest. You don't have a lot to lose. Can sure. Brooklyn do better? Can Brooklyn do better? Can they get someone better than Kyrie or better fit than Kyrie? Maybe. Better player? I don't think so. You don't think players want to play with Durant? Are you talking about t- 2023 Durant or are you talking about 2015, yeah. 2016? I'm talking about is 2023 that dude, hell, Durant. 2023 Durant is a top player in to the knows, NBA. He knows. He when knows he's, when he's healthy.
1: Talking about.
3: When he's healthy. When he's on the floor. You're absolutely okay. right. He's that good. He's that good, but when, when he's not healthy, then when you he become basically back. Kyrie. You become Kyrie. <laughs> Got to carry this team.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, want we to no, no, no coming up on make up for that. coming
0: up on the Nets post game no show. Real quick though, I just feel like the the the, between Kyrie and Durant, they just feel like they're like a few pieces away. Like it doesn't mean all stars. I just think that that's their mindset. And if you're the Brooklyn organization, you're like, all right, well just running back next year, at least one more year. Sign Kyrie to a one year and just try to keep doing that until you can form a squad around them. But it's gonna be harder than they think.
3: Well, I, I still think that the Celtics, the way they're constructed, are a better team. Even if if the Celtics keep their core together for the next two or three years, and let's say Kyrie returns in Brooklyn for another two, or three years, I still think the Celtics are better. I agree. And so well, if yeah. you're Brooklyn, it's great for you, Brooklyn, but you're still not going to be the best team. And you start looking at other teams in the East, I don't know if Brooklyn is a top four, top five team in two or three years probably not with, even even with Kyrie so it, Brooklyn's got to make that decision but the Celtics I'm, I'm more concerned with them just continuing on the path they're on right now they're making incredibly good smart true decisions uh when you look at the Brogdon edition you look at I mean and Gallinari obviously didn't work out because of injury but the idea What's of different? having a player with that skill set was a great idea great idea so uh, I I don't really give a damn to be honest with you what Brooklyn is doing and how they're gonna do whatever I, with Kyrie. Do I. I'm more, I'm, Just, I'm more concerned with the Celtics because yeah, the you Celtics care. are the you care. Because the, the Celtics are leading the pack and Brooklyn is playing catcher. But last time I checked, do you drive looking in the back in your rearview mirror? No, you glance no, at it every now and it's then.
2: Mir- it, it's merely mm. pushback on the these guys suck. I don't I I don't think they suck. I The Celtics have their number great, but they've faced them without Durant the last two times and we've seen them play well this year. I'm not writing Brooklyn off this year. If you look around the East right now, who are you I mean, I know Cleveland hasn't been a great matchup for them. Obviously Philly is playing lights out and right now Philly you'd have to say is your biggest contender, but Milwaukee doesn't look like I mean, they look like they might be st- Sliding a little bit. I, I think Brooklyn's yeah, in that top four. Might be I think Brooklyn's too. in that top four conversation. That's all I'm saying. Uh, wanted to uh, sw- switch uh, gears back to Rob again, because uh, this is just a Rob love fest coming out of postgame. Uh, Jason Tatum just kind of heaped more praise on Whoa, uh, Rob. We, we might get that to that. Rob. Huh? He loves he him Rob. some Rob. No question about it. Uh, we also have, and let me see if I have this here, uh, queued up Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, By in the, the way, John. Room. Five straight wins yeah. for your
1: for your sliding bucks. Five straight. Yeah. So I don't think they're Five sliding straight. anywhere but
2: into the first.
1: And the for East you Bruins conference.
2: fans out there, no slide, no more. Uh, nice win over Toronto. That was uh, a big tonight. one. So, go bees, go bees. Love beating Toronto. Uh, up in Toronto, especially those guys are such friggin' dinks up there. Anyway, yeah,
3: they are. F Canada. They're just.
2: They just hate the, they hate the Bruins. Anyway, um, here's Malcolm Brogdon talking about Rob uh, Rob Williams tonight and his ceiling, which apparently, according to everyone, does not exist. Um,
0: you know, I think when you uh, have a guy with such great instincts, and such great athleticism, um, and is so unselfish, I think he has a super high ceiling. Um, and Rob's still young. Uh, we're, I think he's trying to get just 100%. And I'm not sure he's 100%. Um So his ceiling is – I'm not sure what his will, ceiling will look like. Hey, cue up the classic Lil Wayne mixtape. No ceiling. No ceiling. Ain't going to be no
2: ceiling. What ceiling? No ceiling.
0: What ceiling? Danny's uh, from Louisiana. That makes sense. I mean, we don't know where his ceiling is, so no ceiling. No ceiling, Rob. I like it.
2: But you know what it is? Every time you hear this stuff, like, we don't need to hear the Celtics tell us Rob has – potential in and in a high ceiling or no ceiling and all of this stuff what's interesting is how deeply they believe it and you almost feel like by saying these sorts of things they're almost trying to like urge him or will him out of whatever shell he still remains in as i said to fully realize his superpowers and kind of let it fly all at once it's kind of like Rob can be whatever Rob wants to be. He just has to kind of do it. And I don't think they think he's slacking. I think they're just kind of saying, like, just go, man. You know, like, you be you. I think when they give him the ball down low, they want him to try to score. I think they want him to assert himself. See, I disagree. More aggressive.
1: That's my big complaint is that they're not. They're not looking for him enough.
2: Perhaps not in the game. I agree with you, Jimmy. But I I do think when they see those moments are like, Go for it. But you're right. I mean, he, needs to, stand he, he needs to, to take it upon more. himself.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's not. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Rob call for the ball? Yeah, well, he's yeah. not going to pull does up. He's not
0: going to no. do that. Yeah, he's not going to do care. That. Well, Rob, well, Rob can well, be president. Oh, he's not
1: going to do that. He's got no ceiling. No ceiling exists, but he's never going to call for the ball. What are we talking about then? He obviously has a ceiling. I,
2: I feel like they're trying a little more lately, and I agree with you, Jimmy. And it's Especially
1: Tatum frust- and Brown.
2: Source of frustration on the show. They're not looking for him in enough places. The coach might not be calling his number enough times. And you do just kind of get used to the, well, he'll be there to clean up our mess, or if right. he's there on a lob, I'll give it to him. And right. that's all you think of him as. Or off, of double, right. they
0: they off a double team. you're right. Off a double team, bounce pass in the paint. That's been the go-to lately. You know? One
1: single yeah. play, a game, they don't play through Rob. So I wish if he, has, they, if he has no ceiling, maybe look his way a little bit. I wish they did. I mean, one of the things when I was in Detroit that Larry
3: Brown, when he was coaching the team, used to do was on the very first possession, Ben Wallace would get the ball on the block and just go to work. Make sure yeah, your big is happy. Really. And Right. And, and if he scores, great. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. But you're, you're making sure that you let him know in a very specific, tangible way that we want you to be part of what we're doing offensively. And I think they're trying to do that in their own way by by making sure the ball is moving and that it at some point moves into Rob's hands. But Rob, to have such a, an incredible soft touch around the basket... Uh, you want to see him take more shots around the basket going forward. Uh, and it may not happen this season. It may not happen next year. But the natural transgression to the guy who has no ceiling is to get more post-ups and to do more exactly. things around the basket other than catch lobs. Uh, and, and he's great at that. But Rob has the potential to be great at a lot of other things. He just needs to start moving in that
1: direction and not just kind of just going with the flow. Right. But when this team is told to take, you know, 43 pointers a game there's a lot less opportunities for him so i i'm not saying change your entire offense around and play the game through rob but i think that there's a, a little bit more they can do to get him involved like you just said Sherrod, and in, in in uh detroit they made a point to get their big man involved early on maybe that gets him into a little bit of a groove you know maybe he gets a little maybe that's what the confidence that rob needs is to be actually looked at and looked upon to say hey we want you to score right now on the block do your thing if you miss you miss you're still our guy. We're going to look for you again later on in the game. Instead of, like you said, he's just a guy that cleans up the mess or, or, or creates second chance opportunities and blocks guys. And, and he had, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't do his job well. It's just that if there is no ceiling, like everybody says, then maybe you guys should put your money where your mouth is a little bit and get him more involved. That's all.
2: Um, really great. Um, switching Thank gears you. quickly. Re- Switching gears just quickly off of uh, Rob And um, Bobby's jumping in I'm sure he'll have uh, more follow On You know, just all of the gushing over Rob tonight But a good Kyrie Irving quote tonight about the Celtics uh, It's clear as day That they want to win the championship And they're not wasting any time in the regular season So tonight I just felt like We were just one of those teams in the way We've got to be one of those teams That stands nailed up it. to them
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Yep we yep, just, man, we're just roadkill. That literally roadkill That's the gap now, guys. It's a good seriously. quote. Like a yep. year ago, it was neck and neck, or you look out, they could knock you. Now it's that's what it is. You're just in the way. Right. Shout out to Kyrie. I like that. Give me more of that roadkill. I love it. We're just, we just roadkill. Yeah. That's that. That's what he's saying. And Celtics fans, they respect that. Seriously, like now it's. I mean, I like wow, him. I man. want him back. Wow. Let's bring
2: him back. Wow. I, that's, I like you know, this new Kyrie. Let's leave that, it a good quote.
0: Real. We'll leave it a good that's quote. A damn quote. Spoken, like a, spoken like a champion. He remembers those days. Damn. You know, I well, like not that. Much you can spoken say like a dude a who just got like ran this. over. <laughs> that too.
2: <laughs> he, he delivered the quote like this. That was the sound of a tool
1: chest <laughs> falling down the stairs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you've been one of those teams, kind of in the Celtics, there's been a few teams uh, that have felt that for sure. Um, the, the 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 have bore the full brunt of uh, of uh, of the Celtics. Uh, it just needs to be uh, here
1: a little bit yeah. more consistent. That's all. Sure.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Let's bring in Bobby for the last uh, thirty seconds of the show. Bobby, what's going on, buddy?
1: Thank you, Bobby. That's hey, it for us. All right, tonight, good guys. night, Bobby.
2: I want to thank our
1: sponsors. Night, you guys. Thanks nice for coming out. Good night. Friday. <laughs> Friday, Friday. Take care.
0: Bobby's doing that thing that he teachers like, you guys done?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think Bobby knows that we're joking, or maybe he does. He does. I don't know. At some point, he might start talking.
4: I don't, I don't. I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, you we're talking about uh, we're talking Come
2: about on, Top Bobby. Gun
1: Two. Are you Tom Cruise <laughs> Top Gun Two tonight?
2: What? Uh. What? You just got out of Tatum. There's a lot of Rob love going around. Huh, huh, Bobby? Yeah,
1: I
4: think it's been said three or four times tonight. The unlimited ceiling with him, and this is right up our alley, John. We've talked about this more than anybody else in terms of him being aggressive on the offensive end, uh, maybe lacking some of the tools he could have developed on that end uh, this year. And of course the injury return, which is still a thing. Um, you got asked, Rob got asked about uh, just managing these injuries and what the process is like on game nights of um, getting into the lineup and how. what questions are asking them throughout the close of games. And of course the minute management, which of course is still present. I, Sneaky, effective 19-minute. It felt like he actually went longer uh, for how much he did tonight. He did a lot in a short time. Obviously, he had a couple baskets early, a block. And um, he said conditioning-wise, he's where he needs to be now. That was obviously a big challenge for him. But uh, even with the recent ankle injury, it wasn't conditioning that limited him tonight. It's just uh, the management they have him on. And he's still going with the flow with that. Um, I think we all wish, and he wishes too, that he could play more But
2: at least what I want to know more than anything, Bobby, is the conditioning was an issue. But the other is physical limitations, which is to say, is he limited at all uh, or is he conserving himself? A lot of times I feel like he's choosing not to go all in on some stuff, selling out on blocks, getting up. You even see like dunk opportunities. He's like, I'll just lay it in. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, If you're trying to save bullets for playing 25 and 30 minutes, but it does give the appearance of somebody who's less explosive. So I'm not sure if that's a thing or not, or the ankle knocked him back a little bit, or if he's feeling any pain or stiffness, or he's just simply saying, sometimes I just don't need to be jumping through the roof all the time. So I can just kind of keep it to myself and use those bursts when I need them, but I don't have to do it, you know, you know, 50 times a game.
4: Well, he said he felt fine with the ankle by yesterday morning, so he knew he was going to play then uh, tonight. So I don't think that was any issue tonight uh, specifically. Probably just a small tweak that they took a uh, precautionary day off with. Uh, in terms of the energy conservation, one of my favorite anecdotes with him over the last couple of years, I think The Athletic wrote this, was uh, when Al came back and In practice, he sees him dunking everything and just jumping through the roof, as you talk about. And Al actually told him then, uh, you know, save some of those for the game. And I'm sure there's an element of him mentally trying to figure out that balance of, all right, do I burn all this out in the first 10 minutes? Uh, What plays do I need to use this burst on? And, you know, I think some of it's so natural to him that I don't think there's really much of a control there. You know what I mean? Like one of the alley-oops tonight, he almost just like reached up and got it. He didn't fly way above the rim. He's just up there. This is just who he is as a player. Um, So I think a lot of it actually is just schematically fitting in with what they're doing. We talked about this, John, the offense is different this year and he acknowledged that faster, different places on the floor. He needs to be all the spacing emphases that they have He's Not fitting in great with it right now, and Joe, I think, is really starting to realize they gotta ramp him up in terms of his involvement in this. That I know you probably were jumping out of your seat, John. That little jump hook he hit. There was it was like him and Hal were playing hot potato, and Al was just I like know. take it. And he hit the he hit Dude, the little short you jump do right. it
2: right. Like give and here, you you're right there, you right. know. And then he did it. Yeah, so much of
4: it, I think, is a mindset, mental. And schematic thing with him like he can fit into this offense their offense has been great with double big um, again tonight so it's all about him finding the spots in it to score and that was a big thing tonight Joe said is that he set such good screens that the Nets couldn't go under them like they had to go over and attack them and that's when he was able to slip and create the two-on-ones and even get his own shots off a lot of times so he was great tonight I thought probably this is best game so far this season
2: I don't know. I don't probably I, up I there. feel like there's been others, but still, Might he, be it, was good. it was good to see it. Yeah, especially after an injury.
1: Offensively, probably was his best game. I think we've yeah, seen him jumping point. around and, and blocking shots a lot more. And then again, Bobby, and I said this, I don't know if you're on the show. I want to see this stallion in a game that actually is like a competitive game. You know, I want to see Rob's aggressiveness in, in situations where you actually need to be aggressive and we actually do have to look for a shot and where they have to actually look for him for a shot. Because I feel like he's a zero part of the offense in any game that's a close game or any you know competitive game. So this is nice, and maybe it's good for his um, confidence, but I want to see it carry over into a game where they actually need him to score 16 points.
4: Yeah, I, I'd say so. And he needs to want the ball. There were times like yes. baseline – Uh, he just passed up a ton of open space and that's really the key for him i think is taking the open space that the defense gives him he's always looking to pass he doesn't look at the basket i I forget who said it a couple shows ago one of you was like just get in a scoring position (laughs) like make yourself a threat out there well a week ago he
0: blew, he blew, blew off a layup and just looking for passes and it's like there's no one in front of you just throw it down yeah. And he said, even
4: tonight, he acknowledged it too. I got to be a bigger focal point offensively, especially when it comes to creation, uh, but also scoring. Like he can take the jump hook and he said, even I can take the 15 footer. He hasn't this year. So I'm excited to see him start to put it in his head that this is my emphasis for the next couple of weeks here is really get my offense going, being aggressive on that end. And you know, he can hit free throws now and it doesn't hurt to get him to the free throw line if he can. And, we obviously know he's in, uh, a great offensive rebounder, so I, it just kills me when he's standing out of bounds, John. Like the couple of clips I sent a few games ago, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not in a position to do anything
2: except. But chase I him think I think he's playing possum on mm-hmm. those to sneak into the offensive glass. That's all. So he's just trying to get. He's he's trying to get. He, he wants to be lost so no one can find him. Put a body on him, and then he's you trying to sneak can't in and do crash. That, but just but being in bounds is is really important. To, Typically, you know, being involved to in being the able offense. To touch so, the right, ball. yeah. That's like the first thing you have to do is actually be standing in the in the in, in play, literally in yeah.
0: the game. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, the ball comes your way, you know,
2: on the court. Yes,
4: and, and and who knows? This might just be who he is, especially when it comes to being in and out of the lineup and not being able to work on your game when you're hurt, and rehabbing all the time. All this stuff plays into it. I think Malcolm insinuated that in the locker room too when I was talking to him that, that he's just I not think. he's not physically in the place where he can show everything he's capable of right now. Malcolm said that. So uh, I hope we don't look back and say, what if, because I think we all look at this point and Jimmy and John were obviously very early on this, that this guy has potential to be so much more than he already is. And he already is great, but offensively there's a higher ceiling. I'll I'll never forget his guy, Ricky telling me like, we know, we know offense is a work in progress with him. Like there's a lot of stuff he can add to that end of the court. And, um, you know, hopefully he's going to be healthy enough this summer where he can actually come back next year and just look. I know you talk about body transformation, John, but also skill transformation, just having whole new layers. To oh,
2: you're oh. you're waiting for that one miracle offseason where he comes back and you're like. Jimmy, uh-oh. once again, with KG. I wonder if KG talked to him, Jimmy.
1: That's what I said I earlier. Think KG
2: knows who he is, honestly. <laughs>
1: It looks like KG and Pierce sat down with Tatum, Brown, and Smart. I don't know if Rob was in the building or what the situation was That was there. it.
0: That was the inspiration, guys.
1: That would, that be, would a be a dream scenario. Hell, uh, I want KG to lock himself in the gym with Rob Williams. I don't care if it's for an hour, a day, a week. I want Rob Williams to come out like he just, uh, you know, I don't know, saw God or something like that. And I just want him to play possessed. That's what I want. Yeah. I want the KG effect, not just for Rob. I want the whole team to feel that way. And, and maybe that's part of the energy that shifted tonight that Jalen Brown tweeted about maybe that energy that the KG brought with him uh, earlier this week. I mean, I, does, I haven't seen stuff. a whole lot com- from that. I'm sure there's going to be, I know the Showtime is a big part of the whole thing, so I'm sure we'll see it at some point, but does,
4: does KG talk about, uh, do
1: any of you guys listen? Does he talk about Rob a lot? No, I haven't seen, I haven't seen much of the, um, of the, I guess, I'm gonna have content to back that's and I'm come out that. of that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think a lot of it's I'm sure, the, he, I'm sure
4: he admires Rob. The similarities between these those two guys defensively, for sure. I mean, Rob is a legitimately defensive player of the year level guy. I thought before you got injured last year, he was in that position. And then mm-hmm. he gets hurt and, you know, the narrative shifts and Smart kind of takes hold of the, the credit for the defensive season that the team had. But Smart to me was the... Uh, like, I guess the best way I can come up with this floor. Like, he gave them that high, high floor, and then Rob shot them through the ceiling with the things he did defensively. And you're still waiting for that to come back, too, right, Sherard? Like, I don't think we've even seen defensively Rob be who we can be this year.
3: Well, there's no ceiling. What ceiling? What are you talking about? There's there when it okay. the, the, the building that is Rob Williams does not have a ceiling. I love that it, the ceiling is, there's no
0: ceiling. <laughs> I'm about to put that mixtape on, Bobby. We're we'll going to listen to no ceilings tonight.
1: <laughs> the Wayne <Clyde. laughs>
4: I love that we had a Rob night. It was overdue.
1: Um, it is. It sure. was overdue. But, Bobby, do you agree with me, though, that like they need to look for him like purposefully a yes. little bit more?
4: Yes. I think it's as much the creators on the team's fault. And Smart does a great job with it, to just add another thing to the list that they missed with Smart guys don't see him and there's also that thing of the hot potato where he's just tossing it back and forth between those guys so it's a little bit of both um mm-hmm. he needs to look to score when he's around the basket and he finally did tonight um so yeah i'm, I'm just yeah. thrilled with what he showed tonight you hope he can stack one on top of another do it again against phoenix i think the best game of his career was against phoenix last year on new year's eve so it's a good matchup for him it seems like and uh, you know continue to get more and more involved i'm just thrilled Jimmy, that the coach is finally emphasizing it. Um, Joe yeah, said, "Yeah, exactly, you could
0: tell that too. That's true."
4: I think Joe said exactly. Um, Robert Williams is a huge key for us on offense.
0: I think that's the reason why you're seeing guys like Tatum and Brown look for him more often, especially in the situations where they're down low, they got the double team. You know, Rob's somewhere you know, roaming around, and, and I think that's uh, that's something they'll continue to do. The two go hand in hand. They really do. I, I don't think it's a, a matter of you know rob calling for the ball you know i everyone clear out like no that's not how it goes i think it's uh, finding rob in the offense uh, incorporating him more often and i think the more he gets his reps in the, the better he'll be i, I, I think he, that's going to be a big part of the offense moving forward he
4: never makes bad decisions so if you get him the ball even if he passes out like we've seen him do a million times it's probably
0: gonna be a good pass yeah exactly i mean just get him his reps get him his reps and i, and I think that's um that's something that, that, that's been an emphasis the past yeah. the past week or so when he's when he's available, obviously. Right. You never look at Rob and say, What are you doing? <laughs> All right, guys. John I've, speaking I've, of, where's John at?
1: John <laughs> just sent us a note. He uh forgot he had a pie in the oven that he needs to take <laughs> out. He cannot come back to early the, dismissal to the show. I no, love, I think- I
0: love when, uh, when when shit goes down, he just he just leaves. It's <laughs> like he just like <laughs> shuts it down. He's like, I'm not gonna let you guys clown me. You're yeah. never gonna see him try to, you know, power through. He's like, "Nah, I'm shutting it down. You
1: guys it's, not gonna clown it, me." He, he doesn't. He doesn't like struggle with it. Like he doesn't go down. Yeah, because nothing cracks
0: he him up more way. than see someone all, you know, frozen <laughs> or like skipping and just like, "Oh no, I can't. I can't dare let myself look like this. I gotta cut he myself can't. off." Look, look don't, get myself your, off, don't, you know, don't get in your don't get in your feelings, Brockton Wi-Fi. Don't get in your feelings. All right, you know, I, I should Damn. just. You
1: know, instead of
0: trying to power through, guys, I think that that should be the move. You know, just just call it a night. All right.
1: Yeah, John. just 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 <laughs> fold just fold that early on. What's nah, Shout out to I John. Mean, yeah, I mean that's um, that's John's story anyway. So John's John's done. I'm looking for the uh, I'm looking for the, the 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 lower here, but I I don't think I can find it here. Um, where are we for the game recap? But if we can't, oh, here we go. All right. That's going to do it for us, guys. We want to thank our sponsors once again, Athletic Greens. Uh, if you guys go over to athleticgreens.com garden and you will be hooked up with a uh, one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs, a boatload of healthy things like probiotics, prebiotics, adaptogens, um, gut health, protein, the whole nine yards. It fits every single um diet that you could imagine for the most part don't quote me on that um and it's just honestly good for your overall health um so we want to thank athletic greens and um i don't know our are, are friends rocket are, are our guys at rocket money still involved i think they are so we'll give a shout out to rocket money uh um, so shout, rocket rocket, shout out rocket money as usual um i think that's rocket money slash garden as well Um, a great site that you guys can go to that's going to help you with all your subscriptions, Um, especially guys like uh, John Zanis, who claims to have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of (laughs) monthly subscriptions that he's now able able to save. Thank you to Rocket Money. And also, Rocket Money is just great for uh, managing your financial situation. So, New Year, you're trying to get your finances right. Um, Rocket Money is there to help you do that. Josue, I think you used them, or you've mentioned that He's done it before, so that's pretty cool, too. Yes. And with that being said, I want to thank the fellas at the TD Garden tonight who are holding it down. Anything that we should be on the lookout for from you guys this week? What do we got? Podcast articles, anything? Yeah, what, we'll trade deadlines.
4: Trade deadlines coming. We'll, we'll probably have some guests on here, some spaces mm-hmm. firing up. Uh, get ready because it's a week from tomorrow, believe it or not. Uh, that trade deadline's coming around. Shouldn't be an act, super active yeah, time for the Celtics, but it's always good to toss around ideas and fire up the trade machine and see what else is happening around the league, too, because I think some of the competitors like Milwaukee probably going to land a jay-crowder. Uh, Miami's probably going to do something. Brooklyn mm-hmm. looks like they need to do a little mm-hmm. something, even though they're not super flexible. And It's always a surprise. Remember last year, uh, Sabonis got traded for Halliburton, and no one saw that coming, so who knows yeah. what could happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm uh, Maxwell podcast. You already know brand new episode this week. If you haven't checked it out, check out the latest on Causeway Street. We had Christian Arkin on. Uh, nice. His debut of his brand new show on Weei. Kind of gave us a story about Adam the Jones. breakup between between 98.5 and Christian. And you don't want to miss it,
1: guys. Check it out. Uh, Causeway cool. Street. Little uh, little media media podcast. That's interesting. All right, yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: especially, you know, Boston sports fans. They, they want to know. They want exactly. to know the juice.
1: I wanted yeah. to I, – I could not end this show without saying one last thank you to the GOAT, Tom Brady, who has re-retired oh, officially. I was not expecting that news this morning. Uh, it hurt. I'll be honest. I still, think, I still think he's got more to give. But he's, he's going out on his terms, which in the NFL is something that you always want to be able to say you can do. And um, he's the greatest of all time. I think that's not even obviously up for debate. So shout out Tom Brady. Sundays will never be the same. Oh, it pains me to say that, but it's true. But I think we're going to be seeing here and Tom still um, on the Fox broadcast. So. All's not lost there, so. No, all is not lost. He got his new bag. He's, yeah, he's good I don't feel bad for. him. I'm not, I'm not, feeling, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> feeling
0: no sympathy for Tom Brady. I don't, don't feel bad for him. I feel bad bag. for
1: me because I I try, appreciate. Drew, Drew, he wants to
0: watch the guy still play. Come on, man. Like,
1: there's, there's only a handful of, of athletes that come in and out of your life that are that once in a you know you've got Brady, you've got LeBron, you know you had you know Michael Jordan before before LeBron and or Kobe if you want to go if we're talking basketball. I don't, we don't talk. Wait, Bill? who? Bill. Bill who? Brasky? Russell. Russell. Oh, Bill Russell. Okay, okay. Bill Russell. Yes. Well, that was before <laughs> I was talking about. I thought you were going to say Belichick. I, I'm like, yeah, what? So. I thought he was going Belichick too. I was about to, I was about to cancel him off. You're, right? you're about to go in, right? How could you forget? Yeah, but you know, like the Ortiz. I'm talking like uh, this day and age. Anyways, guys, shout out Tom. Thank you. And um, we will see you guys all. Friday against the uh, Suns. So until then, deuces.